Hey there everyone, welcome to the Sunflower Days and Co. podcast. This is Nicole and welcome to the Bloom podcast. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the guilt that moms who don't want kids or don't want more kids feel. This is a personal experience podcast and I have been really trying to open up myself in a more personal way with you guys. Um, it's very difficult to do that sometimes. I'm not very good with being vulnerable like on here. But if you were to meet me in real life, you would probably hear my life story. So we have one son and my husband and I both agree that we don't want any more kids. And sometimes the thought sneaks in like, okay, him having a sibling would be kind of a nice idea. And, you know, the pressure from other people kicks in. And I just get really down. So I had read an article, more like a blog post from another mom, saying that the reason other moms will do this it's usually moms who have more than one kid and they're usually projecting they're projecting what you know <laughs> what they have onto other people and so on and so forth and there's a few other things about projecting and whatnot but the main thing i got out of that is it's other people it's not you and you kind of have to shut people like shut them down a little bit and you just say we're one and done you know or you know we're fine for now you know whatever gets people to stop with the drilling of when are you gonna have more kids questions uh for me personally um i always say you know we have one and that's more than i feel like i can handle so we're not looking to have more kids anytime soon and I had actually, about a year, a year or so ago, got diagnosed with endometriosis. Now, I had previously been diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome. And back when I found that out, I was like 17, 18 at the time. And then four or five years later, um, I had to have a tumor the size of 21 centimeters removed off my right side and along with half my ovary and half my fallopian tube so because it was attached to part of it um i was on birth control for quite a long time after that and after i had stopped taking it um I had been taken off of insurance and it was going to cost like $50 a month or something like that to have the birth control. And um, I was off of it three months and got pregnant with our son. So finding out I was pregnant was a big shock because when I was diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome, I knew that I was going to have certain health issues and things and then when I had the tumor removed I told my infer I was told my infertility you know 
wasn't really there. So all that was kind of like, all right, I should be fine. You know, I'll, I'll be fine health wise. I won't, might not be able to have kids, but my entire life, I never wanted to actually have my own children. I wanted to adopt children. And to this day, I still do. You know, I, I want, I, I want to help somebody else's child who they may not be able to care for, you know, help them out and then, you know, just be able to adopt or foster to adopt or something like that. I still do to this day feel the same way about that situation. So we found out we were pregnant. Well, I was pregnant, however you want to say it. And we couldn't really believe it. At the time, we were pretty shocked. We were not sure what we were going to do. You know, we weren't married. We weren't, we weren't, you know, in our own home. We were renting a place, you know, that was a small one bedroom. And so, you know, I was back and forth for a long time if this was what I wanted, you know, it derailed my whole life. I, the entire time I was pregnant, mentally was horrible. Physically, it was pretty okay. I don't want to have another child or get pregnant again because of my mental health. And nobody really honestly knew what was going on in my head but me. And I never thought that peripartum depression, depression that gets worse with pregnancy, if you already have pre-existing depression, it will get worse or it will get better during pregnancy or stay the same. So I did not know at the time that's what I was going through. Otherwise, I would have gone and talked to somebody then. So, my husband and I, we ended up getting married. We got married when we were four months along, and we had gone back and forth on, like, whether or not we wanted a wedding or if we just wanted to get married and, you know, not deal with all the stress because I was already stressing out about having a baby, and, you know, I I had quit my job because I was, I, I was getting, like, physically... Basically, I was really tired and I was having to go to the bathroom a lot. I hadn't been, you know, taking care of myself for such a long time. And when I, I, I was working, I was doing a job that required a lot of heavy lifting and stuff. And I got to a point where I couldn't take management anymore and I, I quit without notice. And I don't regret that. I really don't. I have been a stay-at-home mom slash wife for five, five years, almost five and a half, I think five and a couple months or something. But, um, I stayed home. I put myself on very light duties around the house. Like I would do our laundry, do the dishes, make meals. I would do all the things, you know, you do at home. And then, you know, the whole thing was like, I was going to be, you know, a stay at home mom for a little bit. And then I was going to try to get a job. And that never happened. My anxiety 
worsened and worsened and worsened because I was basically socially depriving myself. I had no friends, no family here. I had my husband and that was it. You know, the, you know, it was crazy. And I didn't make my first mom friend until Hayden was four months old, four or five months old. And I lost that best friend three years ago. So last three years that added on to everything. As you know, as time has gone on, you know, I still feel the same about having more kids. I don't want to go through a mental health crisis and be pregnant and all that stuff all over again. I really, that's not fair to my son who, you know, deserves my attention. It's not fair to him right now, especially right now during a pandemic. Like, so I'm making this recording because I want to stop the guilt tripping that some of you moms out there who have more than one kid, you put a lot of pressure on us other moms who have one kid and feel like we can't even handle that. And then, you know, I feel like I need to find a mom friend who only has one kid, who knows what I'm going through. Billy was that friend and she is no longer here. And I... I don't know anybody else who just has one child and I don't want somebody to constantly throw something in my face about like, oh, you only have one. I have four. Imagine how that is. But right now what people may not realize is I have one kid and I have one mom dog and nine puppies I'm taking care of right now. And I do everything for everyone every day so instead of guilting people because they don't want more kids why don't you say I understand where you come from I wish I would have stopped at one or you know just being like I respect your choice like can we just respect each other's choices for heaven's sake like this topic has been eating me alive for days and I'm no longer holding back. I'm no longer biting my tongue and trying to blur out the real truth of what's going on in my head right now. Because it's not sane to do that. It's not sane to walk on eggshells around other people. I'm over it. And if people can't respect my decisions, then how am I to respect their decisions? You know, it's not fair to do that, you know? And I think that's why I prefer to be by myself without, you know, I, I withdraw from my friends as much as I do because I start feeling the guilt. I feel the guilt of I only have one kid, so I couldn't possibly imagine what other people are going through. I am an empathetic person. I will message my friends and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Are you okay? How's your day? 
whatever it may be because I feel like something is off. I have connections with people in that way and it eats me alive that no one else has that connection like that with me. And I've accepted that that is okay. But I'm also reaching a point to where I'm not spreading myself thin for anyone. I am not putting my hopes and my dreams on hold because I feel bad that somebody else can't do that right now because they have too many kids to do that. Or because they don't have, you know, a degree or a diploma or this or the other. You know, people are going to let themselves be held back. And they're going to do it to themselves. So let's stop guilting each other because we all feel enough guilt without being guilted by other people. Let the moms who only want one child have one child and the moms who want to have more children, let them just be with all their children. Thank you for listening. I appreciate every single one of you who comes on here, who listens, who interacts who encourages me to keep going. I never imagined that I would have anybody listening to this podcast. And I know that my podcast only has a select number of plays or maybe one, it has like one established audience member right now, but that's an established person, like one person who is listening to me vigorously. Um, but I know that more people can be reached. I know that what I'm doing is reaching other people. And I think that's what makes a difference. I am not doing this for money. Yes, I do an anchor sponsored segment at the beginning of my videos. That is only because this has been the easiest way for me to get my thoughts out of my head and to you guys. And I thank you for listening. And I'm going to get off here. I've got to find something to feed myself for dinner get to my son to bed and maybe one day I will do videos for you guys. I just feel like this is my best option for right now. Thank you all for listening and I will talk to you all next time on The Bloom.